0: Welcome to the Center for Transformation Institute podcast, where we are uniting with therapists everywhere for personal and professional growth. Your journey starts here at The Place Therapists Grow. When I was in grad school, I remember one of the final things they had us do was to write a paper on our philosophy of how people change. And I remember writing that thinking, do I really believe this? Is this a pie in the sky concept? I mean, I hope it's true that people can change. I just went through all of this graduate study uh, to invest my life into helping people change. But what I noticed was that as I would have episodes of sadness and kind of go into these places of despair myself, even after I graduated grad school, I thought, I don't know. I don't know if people change. I don't know if we're hardwired and we kind of go into our our default mode and our coping strategies and I don't know. I've noticed some things have changed in my life, but I don't know if it's really true and I would get somewhat disillusioned, especially at low points in my own life. It was very discouraging. And so that brings me to the topic of this episode, which is a place to recover from things that go wrong, from malfunctions, from traumas in our lives. We are talking um, in this series with the CFT Institute. We're talking in the series about the five to thrive, which is a life model concept. That concept is part of the bigger picture pillar of the life model um, concept of multi-generational community that life model is it, it helps us understand there are three pillars that they want to that we want to bring to the world and that is multi-generational community a healing and uh, relational brain skills and so those are the three things that life model presents as things that are going to help us as humans live fully alive and five to thrive is a concept within the idea of multi-generational community The Five to Thrive concepts are, they start with a place to belong. That's the foundation. We all need a place where we belong, where we are loved unconditionally, where, you know, like the old adage where somebody knows our name, right? And where we are accepted. And then we need a place where in that place of belonging, we're able to receive and give. We're filling in those gaps maybe that we didn't get when we were little, Um, in terms of somebody anticipating and giving to us so we're learning to receive and then out of that abundance of being given to then we are we are able to learn to give give back and do that in a a way that's satisfying for ourselves and others in mutually satisfying relationships and reciprocal relationships and so then that brings us to this third point um, in the five to thrive and that is uh, we all need a place to be able to recover from the things that have gone wrong. And so if we view these things hierarchical, we know that the the foundation of the thriving human is this place where we belong and where we're learning to receive and give. And out of that then comes a, a next level of, of growth, and that is the healing from the things that have gone wrong. In a perfect world, we wouldn't need that because nothing would have gone wrong. But for some reason, we live in a world that's very imperfect. For some reason, God has us on this earth in this imperfect way. Um, way of existing, that ever since, as, as believers, we, we look at the Word and we look at, you know, the, the Garden of Eden and how things were perfect, and then sin came into the world, and then greed came into the world, and then selfishness came into the world, and, and as the, all of that came into the world, things started to break down. Things didn't go the way maybe God's in, intentional or uh, initial design was, and because of that, there's a need for repair. There's a need for something to be healed. And so that's what this third part of A 5 to Thrive is. This third part is we need a place where we can feel safe enough that we can recover from the things that have gone wrong. And in, in my therapeutic practice, I am... I specialize with developmental trauma. I I really enjoy working with people who have had some things happen in their childhood, some malfunctions, and then they come into my office and they say, hey, these things have gone wrong, and now this is what's happening in my life as a result, and I need to repair those things from the past. I need to go in and kind of rework those things, build these new neural pathways. I call it almost tickling uh, the neural pathways from the past, the things that they never got, in order to kind of wake up their brain and help them grow in the way that they need to grow so that they can then move on in their adult life without walking with that limp, you know, that, 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 those things from the past that never got filled in. And so that's what we're talking about here in a place to recover, a place to recover from the things that have gone wrong. It's that we all need this place of safety where we can look back at the past, things that are sometimes even pre-verbal before we actually learn to speak, and we can fill in those places. We can have a place that we, where we feel so safe that we can talk about the hurts of our heart, the pain that has happened. In Life Model, we talk about two types of traumas, um, trauma A and trauma B. And I really love the way that Joyful Journey defines trauma. Um, that that There's a small book called Joyful Journey that's wonderful. If you haven't read it, definitely grab it. Um, but and it was Dr. Wilder and and a few people who are actual therapists helped him, uh, trauma therapists helped write this book. And they talk about how trauma is when we're alone and in pain, when we're alone and no one is there to share the impact of what we are going through. And so we feel completely barren, lost and alone. And we're traumatized because of that, because we can be having a difficult situation we could be suffering but if we're suffering but someone is there with us then we don't have to be traumatized even in the difficulty which is an amazing concept something really bad could be happening in the world or in our family but if we know that someone's with us we can suffer well not be traumatized but in the book living from the heart jesus gave you the the concept of trauma a and trauma b is first presented Trauma A is the absence of good things. So, neglect. You know, when I grow up in a family where my parents didn't anticipate my needs, my parents didn't know how to, my caregivers weren't there to kind of give me all the things I needed at each developmental stage, then I'm going to have some trauma A. And trauma A is strange. I know a lot of times people who have trauma A feel like they're crazy, like something's wrong with them because, you know, they've got people around them who have suffered these horrific bad things, but they are like nothing really bad happened to me. I, but I still don't feel good. I still feel really upset. Maybe something did happen to me and I can't remember oftentimes people like this will say. but reality is, um, most of the time, it's about the fact that they just didn't get the things they needed. And because of that, there's this neglect. And, and, it, and it's commonplace in, in life model for us to say that people with trauma A it, it actually could be in worse pain sometimes than people who have just trauma B. Because it's so important for us not to be neglected in life. It's so important for us to be seen and heard and known and desired, paid attention to, loved, sought after, passionately connected to, seen as special and favorite, which is really the idea of grace. Which who, uh, Ed Curry, who's one of the life model authors, talks a lot about the idea of being special and favorite to God. We're all special and favorite. And because of that, we can walk in that sense of our own identity, our own sense of being unique and loved. But trauma A says, nobody ever treated me like that. Nobody ever saw me as worthy of being, uh, give, being, um, being pursued and desired to be known for my unique characteristics. So that's trauma A. And then trauma B is the absence of good things. I'm sorry. A is the absence of good things. B is the bad things that happen to us. And we know in this world where there's so many breakdowns generationally that there are bad things that are happening in our families, in our schools, in our communities. There's um, all kinds of bad things. There's ways that, 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 that that we talk to each other. There's ways that we treat each other with our bodies. There's harm that we do to one another. And those bad things that happen, those exploitations of weaknesses, those exploitations of our vulnerabilities, they are so damaging, so damaging. And so when we come into this place of going, hey, I, I want to heal. You know, as oftentimes as an adult, we'll say, I, 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 these things happened to me in the past, these bad things or these absences of good things and i want to heal how do i do that well when we look through a life model lens the five to thrive we need our place to belong we need a place where we're actually actively receiving and giving life with one another and then what will happen it's amazing that our traumas will just start to kind of shed off of us the trauma A's and trauma B's. We'll just see that it's almost like an onion as things just kind of peel. The layers start coming off and, and memories will start coming up or thoughts, concepts. We may have tears. The gray, the grief may move through our body. I know many of us as therapists, we really like Bessel van der Kolk and what he talks about in um, The Body Keeps the Score and his developmental trauma theory. But we know that what happens is our body has stored all this trauma. When we find ourselves se- in a place of belonging, we can just kind of shed these things. Um, in my own personal life, I not only have, in in my, in my professional practice, have some places of belonging that I'm providing for some of my clients in group but i also have some places outside of my practice and those are personal belonging groups that i'm cultivating intentionally i have a group of therapists that we meet together and we'd share and we and we do this life model identity work together and then i also have a couples group that i formed um, it's been i think almost four years. No, it's been four years, over four years now that we've been together and growing with one another. And even last weekend, I attended one of our our times together. And I'm personally going through something with one of my children just leaving for college. And I'm not an empty nester yet, but it's each when each one leaves, it's it's emotionally difficult for different reasons because of the bond that I share with them, and so I found that when I when I got to the location where we were having our group, I was just welling up with tears, and I was like, why have I been crying all day? And all of a sudden, I'm feeling this happening, I'm feeling this weakness, this vulnerability come over me and instead of hiding it and kind of buttoning up and acting and performing like this wasn't happening, I, when it was my turn to share, I let my group know, I'm feeling really weak today, I'm feeling really sad, I I think this is what was going on. And we talked about the idea of how they could be there for me in my sadness. but. It was almost like a shedding. My body wanted to release some tension and some sadness that was going on in me. And because I was in this place where I belong, a place where I'm learning to receive and give life in satisfying ways with my fellow humans, then I was able to recover from something that could have been traumatic because I was going through it alone. But because they were able to see me and hear me and And I was able to receive back from them. I was able to recover from something and suffer well and be joyful. Because joy means it's good to be together. It doesn't mean we're happy or ecstatic or something awesome is going on. It can be something really sad. But it does mean it's good to be together. And it was really good to be together with my group last weekend. It was good to be together even though I have some sadnesses right now in my life. I'm able to... Still be in joy. Dr. Wilder would say, and I think it's talked about in the, in the book, the Other, um, the Other Half of Church, um, that Michael Hendricks wrote. It's a wonderful book, but it talks about this idea of joy being a supra emotion. It kind of can be over even all the difficult or unpleasant emotions. You can feel sad, you can feel shame, you can feel disgust, but you could still have joy because it's good to be with others and that is how we learn to recover we have to have a joyful place of giving and receiving and belonging in order for our brains in order for our bodies to be able to recover from the malfunctions the things that have gone wrong in our lives bad things are going to happen it's we can't we can't avoid that We know that we're not going to land anywhere as humans in a place that nothing bad will ever happen again. But what we want more than anything is this place to belong where we're receiving and giving so that when bad times come, we have a place where we can recover or we have a place where the things that have happened in the past, uh, we're able to kind of let our guard down and let our, our minds and our bodies integrate so that we can live out our destinies in who we are called to be. Recovery means that I am living out my God-given destiny. I'm exceeding my capacity and living in with the intention of who I was designed to be. So I look forward to the next episode. We'll go into part four of um, Five to Thrive. And part four is learning to mature. So I, I look forward to being with you again very soon. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Place Therapists Grow. We hope you will join us next Monday. To expand your knowledge and continue your growth journey, go to cftinstitute.com and take our assessment. See you next time.